The Tampa Bay Bucks held off a late fourth quarter run from the Atlanta Falcons to beat them 21-15 yesterday. A crucial roughing the passer call came against the Falcons two-time Pro Bowler Grady Jarrett on Tom Brady after he took the QB down in a 10-yard loss from third and five with just over four and a half minutes left on the clock. The Falcons adamantly disagreed with the call on the field, and man, a lot of fans are with them on that. Shannon, what do you think? Was roughing the passer the right or the wrong call here? It was absolutely the wrong call, um, and it cost the, Skip, I'm not saying it cost the Falcons the game, but it cost them an opportunity to possibly win the game because they would have gotten the ball back and it remains to be seen what Mario and the offense could have done. And then uh, could Tom Brady have answered? But Skip, here's something, Article 11, about roughing the pass. He says, because uh, the act of passing often puts the quarterback or any player attempting to pass the ball in position of particularly vulnerable injury, special rules apply against roughing the passer. The referee is the pr- is pr- principal responsibility in enforcing these rules so basically skip and it also says it is the referee's judgment are warranted by these circumstances this says because the quarterback is particularly vulnerable in a passing situation where tom brady at that point in time was not in the vulnerable position he had started to run because he had saw grady jared so let me get this straight skip i can't i understand i cannot hit the quarterback in the head neck or shoulder area i understand i cannot land my body weight on the quarterback if I, if I tackle him. I also understand I cannot hit the quarterback below the waist or, or in the knee area. I get all of that. How else am I going to get the quarterback down, Skip, if I don't throw him on the ground? Skip, if you think, of, look what he does. Grady Jarrett wraps him up, and because to, in the process of wrapping him up, Brady lands on top of him first. Skip, if he lets him go, Brady can pop up, run, which we know is not very likely, but he can pop up and throw a pass. So Grady, like, wraps him up, flings him down, and then you can see Brady's, like, kicking at the guy to, get, to like, get off him. And then Brady's saying, like, what do you call it? Did you see him, like, on top of me? And Jerome Broger says, no, I got it for roughing the passer. Brady's like, yeah, 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 that's what it was. Skip that one. In that situation, I get it. The job of the, the referee in that situation is to protect the quarterback. But, Skip, that was a Bush League call. That was a bull jive call. That's two weeks in a row, Skip. They got, they got one last week in Baltimore. The same crew, the same crew. Got Baltimore last week when they said they did the same thing to a Josh Allen. And it was nothing close to a, a, a rough in the passer. Now, there's two weeks in a row, Jerome Boger. There's a good chance you're probably not going to get to play any playoff game. If you do, you're going to get the one, the wild card game. He grabs him around his waist. He's flinging him, he's slinging him down because Brady lands on top of him. And we've seen quarterbacks do this, Skip. Land on top of the guy, running back, land on top of the guy, pops up, takes off running. Quarterback pops up, throws a pass. But Jerome Boger, I believe, was wrong in this situation. Now, the clubs want this because they say, look, we want the guy that's making the most money, which is the quarterback, the guy that's normally the face of the franchise, we want them protected. Well, if you're going to protect them to this, if you can't throw the quarterback on the ground, now, Skip, man, these quarterbacks going to play 25, 30 years mm. because you can't land them, you can't hit him in the neck, you can't hit him in the knee, and now you can't throw him on the ground. How else am I supposed to tackle him? How else can I get him on the ground, Skip? Just lay him on the ground. <laughs> lay him down gently. Do, Put him to sleep. So do I need to get some some pill? So I do to get some pillows? Do I mean what, what what else do I need? A mattress mm-hmm. out there? But I believe this was the wrong call. And I believe in this situation, only one quarterback would get that call, and that's the guy that got mm-hmm. it. I do not believe that. Shannon, you know and I know everything changed after Tua. It's it's like AT instead of AD. It's after Tua. The world fixated on Tua. 
the world fixated on the Buffalo game when he stumbled up and, and teetered. And then the world was watching on Thursday night at Cincinnati yeah. when you know and I know what happened. It was the backup nose tackle for the Bengals, got a hold of Tua if we could see that play, and to use their term, slung him to the ground. I thought the backup tackle was trying to actually lay him down a little more gently. I thought he tr- sort of pulled his right. punch at the end and didn't really sling him. But to his head, whiplashed, and hit the turf, and that was the end of Tua for that night, right? right? And maybe yeah. for, I don't know, it could be for the whole year right. for all I know. Correct. Okay? So everything changed, and as Todd Bowles, obviously the Buccaneers coach, said after the game, right now – that's the way they're calling it, and I think a lot of people would have gotten that call. Let me ask you a question. They had never called that play before prior to Tom Brady, so to say that's the way they're calling it is just not true because prior to that play yesterday, they had not called that. Well, I don't know. I don't fixate on every single no, play no, of every because, game. Because but. The, the, way, the, way they was, the way that they said it, the way that it's supposed to go, Skip, head, neck area, we understand that. Head to the head, neck, shoulder area, we get that. We get landing your body weight on the quarterback. We get that. We get hitting in the knee. At no point in time had we ever seen a quarterback get – Skip, Aaron Donald got 55 sacks where he slings the quarterback down because he said, you're not going to take a sack away from me by calling me unnecessary roughness if I land on him, and you're not going to find me. So that's the way Aaron Donald normally sacks the quarterback. He normally flings him down. Okay, but Article 11 that you read has been rendered obsolete because of Tua. It all started and ended with Tua. And that play is a whiplash play. It's, it's a sling down play where Brady was lucky. His head actually bounced on his shoulder pad instead of on the ground. The difference is, is that Brady knows how to protect himself. See, Brady puts his left arm out so his head doesn't hit. Tua has the ball cradle, and the first thing to hit is the back of his head. But that's his throwing shoulder. I'm not so sure, Brady, if that's his right shoulder, Maybe. Brady does that. Brady understands. And that's the, Skip, it's all about falling. It's all about knowing how to fall in, in certain situations. But, Skip, if defenders cannot get the quarterback on the ground, I just don't know how else are you supposed – that's the whole point. <laughs> Throw as you know what on the ground. Okay? Grady Jarrett threw as you know what on the ground. But if you notice, Skip – he lands on top of him. And so Grady is ro- rolling over. Brady is on him. So, what, what's, so what's Grady supposed to do? Well, he's sitting on top of me. Let, just let me go. Okay, the official. And then the officials are like, going to blow it dead. They're like, well, you let him go. He wasn't down. I didn't blow the whistle. Okay. Th- this was a bad call. All right. But Jerome Boger's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And he was fully, even though he got asked after the game, was this about Tua? And he said, no, not necessarily. I think it was all about right. Tua because he knows full well what the stakes are now with the concussions, with CTE, starting with Tua. That changed everything. And that play, if, if you watch the Tua play and that play, they're very similar, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that all Jerome Boger's doing is reacting to public pressure because everybody was, was out of their minds about the Tua sling down play. And but, uh, but, Skip, I don't think anybody thought that was roughing. I don't think anybody thought that was unnecessary. Nobody thought that was a dirty play. Nobody said, man, that was a dirty play. Or he landed on him. Or he hit him in his neck. Or he hit him in his knee. I didn't hear. Now, maybe, I, 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 obviously, I'm not on all social media. I didn't hear every uh, 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 show talk about it. But I, I, from what I heard and what I read, no one thought that was a dirty play. But that was the play that could have ended his season. Heck, it could threaten his career. Skip, for every you play football, every play. 
make it in your season. Yes, That's why do. football is so inherently dangerous. We know that. We take assumption of the risk. You take your butt out there. You can tear a ligament. You can break an arm. You can break a leg. You can break damn near every bone in your body playing football. We understand that. Okay, so they found two plays that can knock quarterbacks out for the season, and that is body weight falling on yeah. top of shoulders yeah. with the shoulder, right? The goose rich together. Yeah, okay, play. it is. It's, it, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And now the sling down play where the head can whiplash on right. the turf can it, it can knock so you can out. So can I ask you a question? Is that going to be for all players or just the quarterback? Just the quarterback. Because you saw what happened to Chris Olave. He had the exact same, the exact same They're play. They're not going to call it. Skip, now I can see. You know, you also, Skip, you can't lift the guy up like Turkey Jones did Terry mm-hmm. Bradshaw. You can't lift the guy up and suplex him or you lift the guy mm-hmm. off his feet. That's not what Grady did. Grady wraps him up right around his waist, and as he's spinning, he – Skip, if you can't tackle the quarterback like that, Skip, guys are going to end up throwing for 6,000 yards. Guys are going to throw for 60, 70 touchdowns because I don't really know what to, I don't know what to tell the defender. Okay. So, what, what do I t- so what do I – Skip, moving forward, you're the D coordinator. You're the head coach. What do you tell Grady? Just to pull him down. Get him on How? the ground. Just pull him down. Don't sling. Don't sling. Skip, you Just do – Just pull. Skip, Just pull. Skip you, Skip, you do realize that he's running around – they run a stunt. If you notice, Grady starts here and comes all the way around. Skip his momentum. Mo- Skip, they, they, the NFL asked players to defy physics, to just stop. Okay, you got to just stop. How? I'm running full speed, and you expect me to just stop and drop on him. Yeah, well, it's on. like guys blocking punts. At some point, you can't run into a rough no, no, punter. No, no, you Skip. have to pull up. No, Skip, but to see the, the point. Go two feet from where the guy, uh, a foot, uh, two feet in front of where the guy, because he has to step. You never run to where he is. You run to where he's going to punt the ball. Okay, boom, and you go at an angle. You don't go dead on. You go to the side, either way, left or right. I don't know what they expect Grady Jarrett to do. Skip, this is physics. The guy is running. Skip, let me tell you, if you wrap up, you're running, and you wrap somebody around the waist, I want you to stop all your momentum and just fall. Mm-hmm. That's what I want you to do. I want, and I want somebody. I want somebody in the commission. I want somebody on the competition committee. I want one of these owners walk briskly, grab someone round the waist, and stop instantaneous. Mm-hmm. So imagine Grady Jarrett running like seven, eight, nine miles an hour to I, just. I'm stop. not sure he can run much faster than that. <laughs> but I, I'm somewhere. In yeah, there. I think I think no, Grady faster than what you think, Skip. I don't know. He's a huge human being. Yeah. But, but Skip, look, look at okay. this. Look at this. Oh, can you say stop? Look at his momentum. He's off his How okay, did he just but you stop? can't sling. You can't sling. Just pull him down. You go straight down and pull him down on top of you. Yep. Pull him straight down okay, on me, top of you. Let me tell you what's going to happen. They're going to end up breaking somebody's ankle because that's almost like a horse collar. Okay. When you drop that seat, now see what now you, you're creating a problem that you don't really want. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. Guy's going to drop their weight down, just like the guy used to tackle the guys from the back. Roy Williams was dropping his weight down, broke T.O., he did. Uh, 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 tore somebody's both ACLs, and then they changed that rule. You're creating something that you don't really want because all Grady Jarrett did was make a football play. There was nothing illegal about that. There was nothing to punish this man for. Okay. All the NFL really cares about is, number one, the marketability of its game hinges upon the health of the quarterback. Yes. The Saints now. I I just can't even watch them because they don't have a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to watch Taysom Hill and – Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I just don't – I can't – I, I flipped over to the game a couple of times, and I'm like, and it, it ended it up. Very it was interesting. It was, it was, it was, it was a, a great game. It had a great finish to yeah. it. But Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton, 
or Taysom Hill. I, I just but don't. Skip, that's all they got to begin with. It's okay. not like they started out with great quarterbacks and they lost them along the way. This is what they went to the game okay. with. Okay, but, but that's number one. And number two is they have to protect against CTE concussion-based lawsuits right. going forward. And you know and I know. You've got what was the whole weekend? What was the biggest news? The NFLPA and the NFL have agreed to revise the concussion. Well, you can can revise it all you want to, but when you get guys like Tua lying, talking about it was his back because he had a back issue going in, Mm -hmm. and all they do is look at his back and they never check his head. So that's on him. You got to ask these players. Plus, now that's on him, but you got to be smart enough. Like you said, you looking up there. Man, you saw the man's head hit the turf, mm. and he's going to talk about his back. You know what? I understand your back, but we're going to examine your head also. Mm. Okay, I got it. One last point. Again, I'm a Brady fan. You're a Brady hater. But in the end, that's where this stems from. That's the, the genesis of all nah, this No, this is no Brady okay. hate here. Right. That was just a great play by Grady Jarrett. The very play before this play, Brady goes deep to little Scotty Miller who can fly. That's all he can do is run go routes. He can run 4-3, and he, he wings it to the end zone. I thought it was blatant pass interference, and I wonder if Jerome Boger gave him a little bit of a makeup call here. This is, well, Jerome, he, Jerome Boger can't make the call from no, that. I, I know, but he's, he's watching it. Yeah. He sees what's happening. That's just you got run over. You got run out of bounds. The, the defender gets there before the ball gets there, and Scotty Miller's got no chance to catch the football. And I couldn't believe they didn't throw a flag because that's a game-ending play. There's there's about three minutes left, but you're going to get a field goal out of it, and it's it's 21 to 14, right? right. Okay, it's so 21 15. 21 15. Okay, but you're going to get a field goal, and it's right. going to be out of reach. Right. So the point is, I wonder if Jerome Boger saw that and thought, eh, we, we probably missed that one. That from his, he is the head referee. Well, well, He's Skip, the guy. You, you don't get makeup calls. I mean, two bad calls. Okay, maybe they, maybe that was a wrong call, and this was absolutely a wrong call. And I believe J- J- uh, Jerome Boger. I believe he got this call wrong. I understand unnecessary, but I, at this situation, I don't know how else Grady Jarrett was going to get Tom Brady on the ground. Yep. You're asking this man to defy physics. Just says, okay, you're running at this rate of speed. You got the guy around the waist. You're yep. about to fall off. Just drop down. Just drop and stop. Just bring Tom Brady down. <sighs> that was the wrong call. And it, it cost the Falcons an opportunity. I'm not saying they would have won the game. I mean, you're asking a Mariota awful lot to go down there and get a touchdown against the defense. And then but you're I'm, asking them to stop Tom Brady when it really matters. Uh, if, if there's time and on the clock. he had thrown right. for 351 yards, and I think he would add 400 if asked to throw for 400. And one touchdown and only 21 points. All those huh. yards in one point. Wow. And, and 21 points. Yep. Whoo. Where's Julio Jones? Ooh. You called it, right? Nah, no, no, no. Why Julio? you blaming me? I don't know. Where's Julio? You, you said blame. he wouldn't be available and you were correct. You, you, blame, you, blame, uh, you blame, blame me. There's the deep threat. I mean, y'all again, y'all couldn't run the ball. Y'all gave call, up guys. a bunch of yards rushing. We did. Brady was asked about this call after the game, and he was noncommittal. He said, hey, I don't throw no, flags. No, you just beg for flags. You just won. He does. So they all do. <laughs> they don't all. I don't, we're not talking about them. Like you tell me, we're not talking about them. We're talking about Tom. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down 
on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Lamar Jackson led the Ravens to a Sunday night victory over Joe Burrow and the Bengals, beating them 19-17. This one kept me up last night. Jackson finished the game with 174 passing yards, a TD, plus an interception. He also ran the ball 12 times for 58 yards. Shannon, on a scale of 1-10, to 10, how impressed were you last night with Lamar? Skip, I gave him a 6. I thought he was sensational on the last drive, but I thought Lamar made this game a lot closer than what it needed to be. He missed three throws in this game. He missed Duvernay down the middle. He overthrew him. He had to go on fourth down. That was a third down play, and he comes back. They got a great, uh, a great design, great play call, and he overshoots, I think the guy's Wallace. Wallace. Wallace on a fourth down play, mm-hmm. missed him wide open for a touchdown, and he, over, and he overthrew the other guy, the guy that got intercepted. He was open, but he overthrew him for an interception. The Ravens, at worst-case scenario, should be 4-1. and one. That's at the very worst case. I'm thinking it should be 5-0 and oh, because you shouldn't blow a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter, and you definitely shouldn't blow a 17-point lead, and these games are at home. All Lamar has to do, and that, that's my only critique of him, Skip, the inconsistency at throwing the football at times. I see him make a throw. They brought a blitz. They drop Henderson in the zone. He throws the ball back shoulder uh, uh, to uh, – the big tight end, Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. great. I'm like, well, damn, how you see that? I didn't even see that. Lamar, how did you see that? Mm-hmm. And you see the throws that he makes, but then you see he has Duvernay wide open, and those are the throws that you can't miss, Skip. You can't miss a throw like that. And then if you get a reprieve, you definitely can't miss Wallace on a wide open fourth down. So I gave him a six. That last drive, he was Lamar. He was Lamar. Running the football, got down. Hit Mark Andrews, he did great things. If he could just clean up a little bit of the inconsistency throwing the football skip, this is going to be a very tough team to beat. Even though I gave him a six, I picked the Ravens to win this division. I'm going to stick with them. But they should at worst, they should be probably be 5-0 right now, Skip, if it's not for – and he has what? Well, he has four interceptions in his last three games. So, for me, I'm going to ride it out. But is there anybody more clutch? Skip, I know what Benetieri did. And I know – but he ain't had a leg like this kid. This kid is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> kid, I mean, I've, I've never seen that. I mean, they, like they tried the man out there for 58. I'm like, well, damn, Jim Harp. I'll be John Harp. I'll be boop. And he's just like, what he's, is your... He splits them. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, like they're yeah, they, down skip, they, Broadway. It, it like, ain't no doink. It ain't no, you no. know, it's right down the middle. And the ball is so high. It is like, dude. And when he walked in, Cincinnati knew it, Skip. Mm. The moment Lamar got them in field goal range and they saw Tuck walk out down the field, uh, uh, the coach already called, hey, warm the buses up. We'll be there in about 30. 
That is correct. Because you already know what skill they're getting. So now he's perfect. 23 for 23 on field goals in the last, four, uh, uh, last minute, fourth quarter of overtime. Mm-hmm. He's now made 61 straight field goals in the fourth quarter of a game. His last miss was in 2015. Mm. I trust that man foot more than I trust any quarterback's arm or any running back's leg. He's as close to automatic, and there's no such thing as 100% skill. But, boy, he is so he likes all wipes. He's 99.9. Mm. It's why I tweeted immediately. <laughs> it's over. I, I, I would. I, I already. I tweeted it was over. As as soon as Lamar got the ball back, it's over. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get to Justin Tucker in a minute because he he deserves quarterback money, and I'm not kidding. I'm not yeah. kidding because all he does is win games. It's not fair. It's not right. I've railed against. You don't field like goal. I, I hate field goal kick. I don't, I don't hate them personally. I hate it. It's a gimmicky way to decide games played by ultimate warriors like yourself who battle it out for 60, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Yep. And some little non-player, because he can't play football, he can just kick. Yep. But he can really kick. And I always say, I can't get the rule changed. So if I owned a team, I would prioritize it with a first-round pick, Justin Tucker, and I would pay him what what, what the, the the rate was to keep him a lifelong whoever team I I, I yeah. would want him for twenty years. Well, the, normally that's what happens, Skip. If you find a good one, they normally stay there for ten, fifteen years. Well, well, this think how many get. He's the ultimate weapon. It's like game over. It's like I don't have any doubt about him. I have doubt about him. Just about everybody it, else yeah. except this one. But the point is, let me go back to Lamar. Scale of one to ten. I, I'm just a big fan. I, I'm going to give him a nine. And I know he missed certainly those two throws and he threw the pick. But the first thing that got me on the Duvernay overthrow was if we could see it, he, he breaks free past Von Bell and he's got a step. Mm-hmm. And, and Lamar lets it go. And it's kind of an effortless flick. I swear he threw the ball 60 yards in the oh, air. Yeah. With oh, an yeah. effort. You, you want to talk about an yeah. arm? He, he's got an arm. Don't, don't tell me he doesn't have yeah. velocity and oh, yeah. distance. That's 60-yard throw because look yeah. where he throws it from. He throws it from the 43. I was like, And the ball's four yards, yeah. four yards, okay. three, four yards deep in So it was about a yard too far. Yeah. Okay? And he had a step, and, and you can't, to your point, over time, you can't miss many of those, but he missed that one. Right. I don't know. The, the fourth down play, it, it's so open, it's too open. It, it's almost That's where like, you just stick it on his yeah. You don't try to be perfect. I, I mean, you can almost like underhand it yeah. to him, but, but he tries to get too cute with it, too careful, too fine, as they say in baseball with it, and he just throws it a little too far. And, and it was a killer because it would have broken the game over. Yeah, that, that, yeah. All right, so here comes Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Boom, 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 down the field, Jamar, Jamar, down the field, down right. the field. And all of a sudden, they're in striking distance. They're within a yard or two of scoring. And I'm thinking, if, if I'm the Bengals, I, I'm thinking I need to kill a play and kill some clock. I need to, to, to run a quarterback sneak and tell Joe, don't score. Right. Because if you give Justin Tucker, a, all they're going to need is three, right? Right. Okay, well, well don't do you, – you got to figure a way to burn some clock. Yeah, once but, they get to the 40, Skip, 60 yards is well within his range. Okay, so I, I'm thinking – should, should Joe Burrow have kneeled or just sneaked and gone down one time? The problem with that idea is you're risking not scoring at all. Okay? Right. Because if you blow it then, if, if you wind up with, <laughs> with just third down or fourth down right. and you can't get in the end zone, now you lose and the, the coach is all going to get fired Correct. over this, yes. right? But the point was they got the ball back with 158 left. It's way too much time. Yeah. Now Lamar is Lamar. Right. 
I tell you all the time, what I love about this young man the most is you want to talk about high football character, you want to talk about gamer, this is when he is virtually unstoppable. And if he, it, he knows in his psyche, if they can stop my arm, they cannot stop my legs. Right. Under pressure, under fire. And the play of the game for me is the 19-yard run that he has. It's actually first and five because they had 12 right. men on the field. So it's first and five at the 45. We can see that this is the game over play. He runs the read option, and he goes up the middle. This is just too good. He is so good in the open field. Look at him Skip. dancing and darting. Skip, he called him what they called they, yeah. they called him with a zone dog where they yeah. backed out, and so yep. now he hits the crease. He did. And that's what you that, – he lucky he stumbled, they lucky he stumbled over I his thought, own look, guy. I, I thought he was gone. If he doesn't stumble, did. uh, stumble over uh, a Duvernay – Hey, the, the acceleration is breathtaking. Mm -hmm. His ability to run the football and, – and again – it's damned if you do or don't. This is why the Ravens are saying we can't guarantee you four or five years because we're not we're not sure you can last four or five more years and do that. Right. Because you need occasionally to do that. Skip, they had a t they were up ten nothing, and I really thought the Ravens were going to put the game away early, and they dilly dallied around and incomplete here and an incomplete there, and 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 not doing what they were supposed to do, and they let the Bengals get right back in, the, and that's their problem. They were supposed to put, but I, 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 I you see, John, John Harbaugh is learning. He ain't go for it on fourth down. You see, he kicked no field goals. Yep. Thank you. Because it was just the obvious. Yeah, you, you take the point. It's the obvious math at that point. You got to yeah. just take the points. Take the points. But Lamar, because he does believe in Lamar's guts, Lamar can turn to him and say, I got this. And yeah. John's like, okay, you got this. But but sometimes you have to say, I got yeah, this. Yeah, I got that. I got right? this. Because they're not going to fire Lamar. They'll fire you if you keep making blunders no, like that. I, I agree. But I, I thought, Skip, if he can, Skip, if he can, because yes, last night he was a 19 or 32 which is not a great, I mean, 179 yards. That's what all they needed. But, man, Skip, if he can just get a little more consistent with his legs, yep. and like you said, his arm is better than you think. It's, it's, it, he can throw the ball 60 yards effortless. Effortless. It's a flick of the wrist. Yes. 60 yards. And he, he and Mark Andrews' chemistry. Hey, when in doubt. <laughs> Mark down there somewhere. He's down there somewhere, and he will go get He'll it. He'll go get it. And, hey. and yet, once that 19-yard run happened, I just I was ready to turn the TV off because yeah. it's just done. Yeah, yeah it's over. Now, now you you okay. you in tuck you in tuck's range. Yeah, and and Lamar did have one third down, and he converted that easily, right. and it made a 46-yard field goal, a 43-yard right. field goal. Well, right. what does it matter? It could be a 58-yard field goal. Well, it doesn't he, matter. Yeah, he like I said, he good. Skip, I would I would literally trust him. Game on the line from 60. So get the ball to the 40, and that that's a great that's a great advantage. That that that. Makes your offense, the quarterback job, your play calling job a lot easier. I don't have to be perfect. If I get the ball to the 50, I'll be mean to the 40, 60, oh, he make that. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I know you don't have the sound up, but after the game on NBC, he spoke. Yeah. He's a rocket scientist. Yeah. He, he, he breaks it down. I was like, whoa. He, he put on a, a clinic on here's how it went through my head. Right. And it's like I can't deal with the emotion of the moment. He said, sure, I get butterflies, but – but I just go through my procedure, right. and then he's got to catch it and spin it away. So right. that, and it was his first, the, the holder's first game-winning hold. Right. And he broke it completely down. He's he's brilliant. And Skip, he's not a big kid. He's not a no. big. His leg, but if you look at him, like dude, he can't weigh more than 180 pounds, Skip. If he weighs 180, he really think. But he got dynamite. In his, hey, I mean, that ball booms hey, off his foot. God gave him a leg. Yeah. That, that we've never seen before. Skip, we, like when Janikowski kicked the ball, Janikowski was 250 pounds. Well, so you, so you expected him I, I to boom it. the ball. Yeah. You look at him and like, 
How's he kicking the ball 66 yards? How's he kicking the ball 60 yards with that kind of ease? Hey. He strikes it at the right at the right at the right spot every single time. But Janikowski time. was capable of kicking it 40 yards left or right. Uh, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Well, he had kid... that stolen. He had the stolen. You know, no, that stolen. Know. That's true. He had that stolen, that yeah, boot. No, that thing will launch it. Yep. Oh, I got it. <laughs> but this kid is money. Yeah. I would yeah. pay him big money. Oh, they money. paid him. He the highest pay. He, and he yeah. deserved to be the highest. Oh. If, somebody, if a kicker came in and said, you know what, I want Justin Tucker money. I'm going to throw him out. I'm going to throw him out. I'm going to no. get your butt yeah. out of my office. Yeah, you ain't no Justin Tucker. No. <laughs> well, guys, maybe even more impressive. He talked in that post-game interview with Melissa Stark about how he did not have a good warm-up, but once the game started, clutch as always. Yeah. All right, back to the Cowboys, Skip. Are they just getting by, or have they really figured out how to sustain success with Cooper Rush? Figured. We'll debate that on the other side of this break. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, so following the Cowboys' 22-10 win against the Rams, Dak Prescott spoke to USA Today about the team's success this season. Prescott said, quote, Honestly, just knowing this team can win in a multitude of ways, whether it's the run game, the defense, obviously we all know where what we can do when we're healthy in the passing game. It's exciting as hell. Coach has the mantra, resiliency for the team, and if you turn on the tape, you can see it game in and game out. Skip, I'm going to start with you because I'm going to go out on a limb and say you have a ton to say about this. <laughs> I have a ton of a problem with what Dak what, said. What a problem? What a problem? Dak Prescott took a shot at Cooper Rush, unwarranted though predictable because – I'm going to repeat that line that Jen just read. Obviously, we all know what we can do when we're healthy in the pass game. You've been pretty healthy with Cooper Rush, I think. He's saying, when I get back, we're going to take it up a bunch. Because ain't nobody hurt but you. Everybody else healthy. correct. <laughs> he says, Dak says, it's exciting as hell. All right, big picture here. I believe that Dak Prescott is somewhat threatened by Micah Parsons as face of the franchise because the, the more we talk here, the more we talk nationally, 
Mike is becoming a big oh, thing. Michael's the best player. Okay. Dak that, 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 right. knows that. Michael's the best player. Okay. But who's got the most TV commercials? Yeah. Well, Dak. No, 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 that's going to be the quarterback. Okay. No, that's going to okay. be the quarterback. I got it. I believe that Dak has become extremely threatened by Cooper Rush in a shock to Dak because Cooper didn't just keep his seat warm. He turned it into a hot seat for yeah. Dak Prescott. It's on fire. Dak was front and center from start to finish last night. He spoke more before and after the game than Cooper Rush spoke because our Tom Rinaldi reported during the game on Fox that he spoke to Dak before the game. And Dak came right over to him and said and shook his hand hard and said, how do you I'm paraphrasing, but how do you like my grip? Like my grip feels pretty strong, doesn't it? Because he was campaigning for the media to know. And Tom's big national media guy. He wants everybody to know I'm ready to go. I want my team back. I told you I'd feel sorry for him if he gets thrown into the fire at Philadelphia because I don't think after five, six weeks off, he's going to be ready for that cauldron that he would get thrown into. But then he chooses to speak just to Jarrett Bell, our guy that we know. Mm -hmm. He's a big national voice, and Dak knows exactly how to play the national media fiddle on this one. And he, he just goes off about how excited he is because he wants to remind everybody, this is my team, it's about to be my time, and now we can get serious about this thing and we can really start scoring some points. I I don't appreciate the shot at Cooper Rush because I keep telling you, Cooper doesn't have Dak's ego because he hasn't obviously been around. He hasn't earned have an ego. Okay, well, he hadn't done it. That's right. All I know about Cooper Rush is every time he got called upon to make a throw, he made the throw. Right. Not one time did he come up empty. Not one time did I sit back and say, damn, he's just an undrafted nobody, fraud, as you might say, from Central Michigan. He just can't bear up under this. Every time he had a free rusher in his face and got blasted, he seemed to stand in and make the throw. So, again, it, it's, it's not some. it's beneath Dak to have to do that, but that's where he's been pushed by Cooper Rush's magic run that he's had not for just the four games this year, but for 5-0. and 5-0, oh. and oh, are you kidding me? With the stat going into the game of nobody in the history of this league had won his first four starts with a 90-plus passer rating, and Cooper Rush did that. And now I think Dak is wearing on his sleeve just how threatened he is by Cooper Rush. Yep, I can't disagree with you. Dak won his job back. And Dak knows the longer this goes, the harder it's going to, and the more difficult it's going to be. He hear Jerry before a game and after game. He prays on him over and he over. Did. Skip, I don't believe Jerry Jones has ever fully bought into Dak Prescott. He wanted to give the job back to Tony Romo, even though Dak Prescott was on this unprecedented win streak. Because you remember back then, Skip, I think they won like 11 games in a row before they rested. Uh, I think Dak played a series in the last game against Philly. Uh, uh, Zeke didn't play at all. So they were 13 and 3. So they won 11 games. Remember, be- they won 10 in a row, and Tony Romo conceded the job. On right. Tuesday, he made a, con- a concession speech. But Jerry Jones wasn't going to give no concession no. Speech. I, speech. I still believe he wanted the job back. And Dak feels threatened, and rightfully so. Because here's the thing, Skip Cooper Rush starts this game against Philly. They beat the Eagles. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and, and you could correct me if I'm wrong because you probably got the schedule in front of you, I think the, Detroit and Chicago are the next two games at home, and then they go into a bye. That is correct. Okay. If and, you and, beat, oh, if, if Cooper Rush starts, he beats Philly, you're not giving the job back to Dak Prescott when they play the Detroit Lions. That's not happening. Okay, but the, the, the perfect way for Dak would be not to play at Philly and Cooper Rush loses. Lose, however, okay, way. Now, now, okay now, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, 
Now we're right on schedule. Right. We're four and two, which right. wouldn't be all bad. And Dak can play against Detroit and Chicago right. and then buy. Right. And here we go. Right. Because Dak can say, well, hold on. Hell, the defense score 17, give up 17, 16, 10, 10 with me. And it'll tell you, we probably go be, be beating teams 28, 31, 34 to 10, 38 to 16. He's threatened, and rightfully so. And if, don't let anybody tell you. Dak Taylor, oh, I ain't threatened by bull jive. There's, bull a, jive. Re, there's a reason why quarterbacks, Skip, they never want the backup to get looks because that's the last thing you want somebody to do. And that's why Tom Brady and Manning and all these top quarterbacks, they took every single rep. They even do kneel downs. Mm-hmm. Man, come on, let the man take a kneel down. No, no, you might like the way the man kneel down, and all of a sudden they give you some bright hey, idea. Hey, Tom Brady takes kneel downs. He does. <laughs> he does. He just does. Brett Favre said, no, yes. I'm not going to let this yes. kid take my job. But here's the thing, though, Skip. At some point in time, you do know you go to Vegas, and you go on this hot streak, and you winning and winning and winning. How long do you before you cash out, or do you give it all back to the house? Great question. I don't know. Jerry Jones is pondering <laughs> that dilemma right now. You, I think Jerry will let it ride another week. I think you skip. have to let it ride. You just push it all into the middle and say, I'm going to let it you ride. Let- because the worst-case scenario is you don't go bust. You just go four and two. Well, who wouldn't want four and two with Dak missing all those games, right? Right. right. What would he have missed now? Five, five right. straight games. Right. Who would have thought Dallas would be – four and two with no Dak for five straight games. Right. Well, that's not all bad. So no. Jerry's saying, I can't really lose here unless you say he loses if Cooper wins. Let me I ask, don't. Let me ask you a question. Cooper Rush wins this game. What does your gut say? Dak starts in Detroit or Cooper Rush starts? I think you have to ride the hot see, hand. I see, just do. You see? You well, know what it is. You know what this is headed. Now, now you have a dilemma, as in <laughs> D-I-E, dilemma, because now you got – Locker room starting to splinter yeah. because trust me, I was there in 1991. The locker room started to split between Troy fans and Steve Berline fans because about half the locker room is saying Steve Berline is pretty good. We're right. winning. We're we, we're going to the playoffs. Right. Well, what what do you think? You you haven't ever had a locker room like that no. where it was a clear cut. No. no uh oh, no. the backup is threatening to be good as Still, good as or better than the start. Uh, and the second of our three, uh, two peak yep. back to back. Uh, John pulled his hamstring second week of, second week against the Raiders out there in the college, if I'm yep. not mistaken. I think it was, might have been Oakland. Might, might have been Oakland, I think. Uh, but anyway, and Bubby comes in. Yep. Now, we scoring Bubby more. Brister. Bubby Brister. We're scoring more points than when John got hurt. Ain't nobody thought but, that Bubby. Nobody, nobody thought that Bubby, oh, when John's healthy, Bubby going to be, man, please. Okay, but he's John freaking Elway. Exactly. And you never put and da- Dak Prescott and, and John and Elway. Dak is not Dak freaking Prescott. No, he, he's Dak. He, he's just <laughs> Dak. And I'm going to say the numbers again. Last 12 starts, 6-6. Six and six. Last 36 starts, 18-18 and 18 as a starter. I just haven't seen enough. And I guarantee you, let's just say for whatever, maybe Dak goes up tomorrow to Jerry's office and says, I know they're not very close, but he says, look, you can't do this to me. You've got to give me my team back. Well, if Jerry says, okay, I'm going to give you your team back, you know what Cowboy Nation's going to say? You're on, Dak. No, Skip, honestly, I don't think Cowboy Nation want Dak back in. Do they see the way Cooper Rush played and they're winning? All right. Skip, the same thing. I'm sure Drew Bledsoe, he wanted his job back. Coach Belichick said, man, get out of my office. Okay, but my point is, let's do the hypothetical. <laughs> let's say Jerry says, I give you your job back because you earned it, and I'm paying you this ton of money, right? And now all of a sudden, Cowboy Nation, the, the bar got raised way up for Dak Prescott, where you're not going to live with what he did against your Broncos last year right. or against 
the Raiders on Thanksgiving Correct. or against San Francisco in the playoff I agree. or against Tom Brady in this year's season opener. They won't live with it. They won't, they won't sit still for it because there's a, a viable alternative standing over there. You do know as the days tick by, Dak and Jerry's relationship deteriorates a little more. It does. You do I understand agree. that, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> the right-hand man for Jerry Jones is the draft master, I think, Will McClay. Yeah. And Jared Bell went to him last night and asked him, what's happening with Cooper? Why is Cooper Rush so good? And he said, it's his calmness. He calms everyone down. He communicates everything. He's been around for several years, and everyone follows him because he knows what he's doing. Well, that's pretty high praise right. for a guy who you didn't even draft. Right. You just signed him. Yeah. Madison, so. He's been in the system since yeah. 2015. Six years. See, so yep. he's been in the system all this time. Yep. He's not 21, 22. Nope, he's, he's 28. 28. So, yeah, guys feel comfortable with him. There's something about having a guy that's a veteran yeah. as a backup that's, that's been there. Now, although he's most backups, Skip, a lot of these backups, a lot of my backups were always starters. I had Randall Cunningham. Yep. I had uh, uh, Bubby Brister. Yep. I had Beeline. I've had guys that were starters at one mm-hmm. point in time in their careers. So it does give you a calming effect. Now, he's been it's a calming effect for him because he's been in the system so long, he knows it frontwards and backwards. So he can talk, you know, he Dak comes to the sideline, and he can tell Dak what he saw. Yep. So, Shannon, you know and I know, <laughs> if you go to NFL war with a quarterback and he wins four straight games, you start to think, hey. We, this might be a magic carpet yeah, ride. Magic carpet ride. Okay. There we go. Skip, I'll, skip that's a lot. I mean, we've seen, what, what did uh, uh, Brady start? Brady started, what, 11 games that season? I think it was week five he got put out. Brady started 11. Hosteller started about 10. Skip, you talk about 16 weeks. You talk about going 16, possibly 20 plus weeks with a backup. Yeah, but the irony was Drew Bledsoe actually saved them at Pittsburgh in yes. the FC Championship yes. game because Tom turned his ankle. And then what happened? Brady, Coach Belichick went right, right back, back to him. Exactly. Right back to him, and they won the Super Bowl. Yep. In the big, you could argue, the biggest upset uh, ever this side of Joe Namath. Yes. Right? So I. I I don't think Dak's going to start this week. I really don't. My gut tells me that Cooper Rush is going to start this game. I would start Cooper Rush because I don't think it would be fair to Dak to throw him back in. No, I don't think you think it would be fair to Cooper Rush after all he's done to take his job back. Both ways. I agree. (laughs) Well, guys, it is going to be a stressful week for Dak Prescott and Cowboys decision makers. So today, Dak is supposed to start throwing. Tomorrow, he has a critical doctor's appointment. Mike McCarthy has said he'd like to have a week of him practicing before he plays a game. What what does that mean? What that doctor says, though, and where the pressure starts amping up. A full week. A full week. We'll find out, Shannon. (laughs) 